All right, what up? Welcome to episode 26 of the Superfan Sprint Podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Gents, how was uh, your closing shift today over at the Abbey? Pretty uneventful, pretty uneventful. Got a little rain. Oh. Watched watched about 10 groups in a row, put it in the water on 18. Like, dozens of balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like, a... does no one own a rangefinder or look at the scorecard? I'd be one of those boys. Everyone's like 250 out. They're like, yeah, I got an iron. And it's like in the water. For sure. <laughs> in the water. It's like first week at a golf, I think uh they got their confidence pretty high. They think yeah. uh, they've been hitting the Sims pretty well all winter and just wanna pipe it all day. I just couldn't understand. One guy put it like a sleeve of balls in the water. <laughs> Hit I bet one. you they were nice balls too, because it's Glen Abbey. Yeah. Hit you one swinging pinnacles around at the Abbey. Well, maybe, one splash, maybe maybe some Odin's in one there. Splash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Josh, Matt? What's we need up? to get we need to get out there. We need to yeah. get out there. Yeah. What's, what's are you gonna Matt's going to Florida tomorrow? Are you gonna play? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I am my my parents did uh a few years ago, they did this like Marriott Golf Academy thing. My mom's like a huge Marriott lover. And yeah. um, it used to be the old like Nick Faldo golf school down in Orlando. So my parents have set up like a group lesson for the three of us. And then we're going to play nine holes afterwards. So That's I'm sweet. looking forward to that. Not using my own clubs though, unfortunately, uh, because the airline is going to charge me the same price as my fare to bring my clubs <laughs> each way. So yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. You're only playing once. Yeah. Yeah, for one time, it's not worth it. Yeah. However, I did just book um, a a brief trip. Like I'm running this half marathon in September in England, as you guys know, and which I was supposed to do last year, but I couldn't because I hurt my ankle. Uh, so I'm doing it this year. And I just added five days on before that to go to Ireland with one of my buddies to play golf. So oh, yeah. we're going to fly into Dublin and then rent a car and spend a few days just like driving around the Island, trying to play some courses. So a couple Guinnesses, eh? a couple Guinnesses. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there'll be stuck down. Yep. I'm sure wait, there'll be some Guinness in there, wait, but wait, um, this before the marathon. Yeah. You gotta be yeah. careful then with the Guinnesses, you know, I'm, I'll be I'm fine. pretty sure it's mandatory to have five beers when you play golf in Ireland. Yeah. They gotta be Guinness. Yeah. Yeah. that's okay i'm looking for some some course recommendations though so i've been trying to find some like hidden gems and stuff because the royal county downs and valley ba- bunions of the world are really hard to get onto and really expensive so yeah we're hoping to get into some nice little towns with some good hidden gem golf courses some authentic irish golf not yeah, that a- anything in ireland would not be authentic because you're all- literally there but, so all our yeah. irish listeners send matt a dm some hidden gems yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm maybe sure we got a lot nearby of yeah and then a pub also yeah a pub nearby maybe we're the closest uh what's that uh, chicken place they have there in the uk matt there's there used to be one in burlington nando's yeah you guys yeah. gonna need some nando's and some fucking cafe nero and he's good what to do go. you, what is irish food Haggis, or is that Scotland? That's, That's Scottish. Scotland. Anyway, no it's good. That's what it is. Irish this isn't the Irish podcast. Yeah, the oh, we already had an Austrian traditional one. shepherd's uh, <laughs> Irish recipes. Oh, probably like a beef stew. One says shepherd's pie. 
Yeah, shepherd's pie. That's Irish. I thought that I was. I used to work at an Irish pub. I feel like a dumbass now saying that I don't know what Irish. Yeah, food. but there's always just seafood like, chowder. Usually British apple food. cake, beef stew. Yeah. Yeah. Not much. Pie. Nothing special. Don't That's insult. Special. Don't insult Ireland like that. Well, what do we? What does Canada have really? Poutine, like poutine. That's it. Yeah. That's pretty. Uh, and maple syrup. Yeah, but yeah, I guess so. Like that's like, just uh, that's like a condiment. The Irish breakfast, beans and an egg. That's nice. I like that. Irish coffee, bangers and mash. Yeah, that's pretty uh, UK vibes. Yeah, too. yeah. All right, whatever. Let's move on. This is <laughs> this is probably the most boring segment we've ever started. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's Welcome gonna... to this golf podcast where we're going to talk about the Irish breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and Austrian athletes. And Austrian yeah. athletes. Yeah. So yeah. this is number 26, you said, Jake? Yeah, it's pretty so good. So we just didn't sell or do anything special for the 25th last week. No, no do you, see how, you saw how we dressed. We can count we that. Talk, we yeah. talked about the Masters. For, yeah, we had those uh, hats on. Yeah, we did. And and the shades. And the, the shades. shades touch. I'm leaving the shades on right now. It's, What's the color for silver? Is it a silver? Like, you know, when your grandparents have their silver anniversary. Is that 25th? No idea. No idea. Never heard you of that. You don't really know much, do you? No. No, I only you're, know, you're, know you're the... about I- Irish food. You don't yeah, know. You went to Queens. <laughs> you're a big boy. You're, you're the uh, brains of the pod here. We're just, you know. Yeah, we're just yeah, along he's... for the ride, as they yeah. say. Yeah, I just watched too much hockey and then we're buckled that's in. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking right. of watching sports, should we get into the yeah, we should probably RBC talk about golf heritage? Yeah. Yep. The Fitz. The Fitz wins in three playoff holes. Spieth probably should have won in the first playoff hole. Lipped out. Lipped out. Yeah, yeah. But like, Fitz also had a couple putts that very, very narrowly missed as well. So Yeah. Uh, but that nine iron was crisp. Crisp. And I love how his interview with Amanda Renner afterwards was like, oh, it's just another nine iron. It's like, I could hit 100,000 nine irons, and I don't think I could replicate that shot. Yeah. To like an in- it almost went in. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was exceptional. Yeah. And Jimmy Nance was just unbelievable again. Jimmy. I guess it's the... The ten-year anniversary of Pat Summerall, which is the guy that did the CBS Golf before Jim Nance. Or sorry, it's the anniversary of his death. Ten-year anniversary oh. of his death. When I read Jim Nance's book, he talked about him a lot, but he was like very subtly as the last group was playing the 18th in regulation. He was like talking about this guy and talking about how he would call that tournament, and it was it was really nice. Golf Twitter liked that. I was reading. There were some people saying that that was nice. Speaking so, of uh, walking up 18, Jordan Spieth had a crazy up and down to save par and force a playoff. Yeah. Yeah. He had to hit it over those like sprinkler heads. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had to nail that putt. Yeah. I, saw, I did see one tweet where um, someone was basically like, Jordan Spieth can literally play one hole and look like he went through a war. Yeah, <laughs> the way that he fist pumped afterwards when he took his hat off, it looked like he had been through hell. And it's like, dude, you just played one hole. <laughs> I uh, I thought like going down the second, that second, uh, the par three, the second playoff, 
I thought it was done because that lip out, his brain is just toast. I thought it was right. over. Right. But they they both threw good, like hit good shots to like six, seven feet. Both made putts or both missed the putt actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then they went to on 18 again. Yeah. And apparently Fitz used to go there with his family every year. Yeah. How do these storylines just pop up, man? I know. It's crazy. Like it's just, yeah. Also, another sort of small storyline was uh, the one of the guys who Monday queued in the Corn Ferry this week won. Yeah, I didn't see that actually. Apparently, that guy's a legend. Like uh, Monday, been Q- around, been around yeah. a long time, right? Yeah, Monday Q info always calls him the goat. I'm actually not really <laughs> sure why. And somebody said, "Why are you so high on this guy?" And he was like, "Are you new here?" And I guess overall, we're probably new here, but. Yeah, we'll have to deep dive into his Twitter, his articles, or something to find out why he likes him so much. But guy's been on the like professional tour for like six, six thousand days or something. Another thing I read on that Twitter that Twitter page this week was one of the mini tours. Somebody shot twenty four under and lost by two. It's like man, like you're playing mini tour golf. The purses are. Probably like five grand, and you go shoot twenty four under, and you lose you by shots. Yeah, um, you're like, this is a lock for me. Yeah, to win. yeah. yeah, nope. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, pro yeah. golf is so deep, man. They kind of ate up uh, Harbor Town this week, eh? Yeah, it looks like a beautiful course, though. It I, looks I, sick. That's a yeah. public course. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a public course. So we should definitely play it when we're on the road uh also another thing golf twitter didn't like was the rory wd no they did not like that he was no. getting eaten alive yeah he, he did get ripped on and he forfeited like three million bucks not to play as well it comes off the pip right so i guess yeah. they give you like half and put half aside or something yeah um, i'm not really sure how it works like maybe part of a bonus yeah yeah like I, I just won't pay him out at the end of the season for it. Yeah, I've fired. I know they give you like it's almost like half and half. Right. And the other half, like it just gets deducted from that bonus. Yeah, I guess playing devil's advocate is like the assumption that he withdrew was because he was just like burnt out. Yeah. And um, as fair as that is, you know, everyone else played right. So I think that's yeah. what. Everyone like else, John Rom, John Rom just won, and he's he yeah. played. Like Rory didn't even play on the weekend last. Yeah, weekend. exactly. Yeah, but I think like it just goes back to the tour probably needs to, and I'm 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 assuming I don't know if we haven't heard of the schedule, and we'll get into this in a bit, but like the tournaments are just so jam packed. Like if you look at the elevated events and you add the majors in there and the players are only allowed to skip one elevated event. Like that means they're playing three, four weeks in a row, a few times this season. And that's yep. they, like, they would never do that voluntarily. So I thought it was interesting. Like we're in my opinion, where Rory really screwed up was he didn't play in Hawaii at the beginning of the calendar year. Like that one's sort of an elevated event on its own. There's like three weeks in between in the California swing where there's no elevated event. So he really kind of screwed up by not playing the tournament of champions. Basically all of June they have to play. Yeah, we're getting like, pretty busy now, man. Depending on depending on how many guys commit to the Canadian Open, it's 
Memorial Canadian Open U.S. Open Travelers Championship. Yeah, because the Travelers is an elevated event too. Elevated event. Yeah. Think you'll skip Canadian, even though he's won the last two. Does he want to? I think a few guys will skip. Yeah, skip this year. Unfortunately, the Canadian Open may fall victim to just too tight of a schedule. Yeah. The other thing to consider as we get into July is a lot of guys like to go over and play the the Scottish Open. Yeah. Before the 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 Open. So, you know, if you add in, if you add that into the beginning of July, six weeks, yeah, something's got to get six week stretch is pretty busy. What's the, after the travelers, what do they have gents? Uh, the rocket mortgage, okay. then the John Deere, then the Scottish. Right. Okay. So there is, be... there is at least two weeks there where you can kind of miss. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, I think hopefully they're kind of going to space it out a little bit more. But they're also victim to which events are elevated events, right? And where they fit in geographically. Like, you're not going to – okay, so if we take the California swing where you have – so you have the Tournament of Champions, then they have the other one in Hawaii, the Sony Open, right? Then you have, like, the La La Quinta, you've got the Farmers at Torrey Pines, Pebble Beach. Like, you've got three or four tournaments in a row that aren't elevated events, and so you'd think, Mm -hmm. like, let's throw one in there. But, like, what, are they going to fly from Hawaii all the way to Harbortown to go back to California? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just doesn't really make any sense, right? What they could do, I guess, is they could try and make it, make this week before the Masters and make it part of the Florida Swing. But then you have guys playing the players. Arnold Palmer's an elevated event, and then you add yeah. that. And like, there really just isn't a lot of space, right? No. Yeah, there's not a lot like, to give there. Like next year, they're cutting tournaments, right? Yeah. Well, well they did announce uh, they did announce the new sort of fall series and how that's going to work mm-hmm. last week, which was pretty interesting. Um, I mean, we don't know a ton about it, but it basically the top the top 50 players get into these more lucrative, no cut high purse events, right? The top 70 are all exempt for the following year. Those are, so everyone who makes the playoffs is exempt for the following year, but then 51 to 70 can keep their FedEx cup points that they've accumulated through the playoffs into this fall series. Everybody participating in the fall series keeps their FedEx cup points that they've accumulated all season. And then you just play tournaments to try and improve your status and get into things like the players or other majors and mm-hmm. things like that. So it should be pretty interesting. Like when we talk, yeah. we always talk about like some storylines and it's always cool to see uh, guys winning for the first time and things like that. So I think it'll make it more interesting. Like usually the fall um, doesn't really like people aren't really into it. Right. Football season started, uh, you know, a lot of the big name players aren't playing much. So like maybe this will actually be really good in terms of driving some storylines and making it more interesting to watch. Yeah. It almost feels like it means more. It almost feels like it's cutting the off season. Yeah. In well, a way. It kind of is, right? Yeah, like there's going to be lots of golf all year round. But that being said, they've always had tournaments most yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. And then in terms of like players balancing their schedules, like some of the guys, you know, unfortunately for them, like a lot of the guys playing in these fall events aren't going to qualify for the elevated events. So a week like this week, they're just off. 
yeah. or they are going to qualify for every major. So they get that time off. And like, I don't know, maybe there's some way they bounce to the corn Ferry for a tournament here or there, but mm-hmm. it's really complicated the way that all these tournaments yeah, are filled. Yeah. But it should be, it should be more interesting, but that sort of leads into the fact that we still don't know what our own schedule is going to be. Yeah. No, we won't uh, know for a while. We're not going to know for probably a you know, few more months now. Like surely, for, surely by the end of this FedEx Cup season, yeah, though. Yeah, I think uh, August probably, right? You would hope. Yeah. Yeah. This goes yeah. into. They the, probably have to release it at least prior to those fall events. Yeah, I would say like even though we're going into a busy season, like the people who are making, making the schedule and dealing with corporate sponsorship and things like that, aren't the people that are on the ground executing events and stuff. Right. So like they can work on these simultaneously. Yeah. Um, so like I, I could see it coming out at any point in the next like month, two months, because like they're, they probably already have it pretty much finalized. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, they kind of have to know like courses have to prepare. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming they're probably, maybe they're trying to nail down another sponsor or two for some events or just finalize it with courses or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be good. At least we know we know Houston's moving to like the winter spring, so we'll we'll be doing that probably in pl- my guess is in place of the WGC the uh, yeah the match, the play. match play event. Surely they are going to keep Texas swing match play, man. Or yeah, start a Texas a, swing. A Texas swing would be pretty sick, I think, actually. Yeah. Because they go to a lot of different places in Texas over the season. They well, they, do, yeah. there's a few where they just go back and forth, you know. Yeah, they do. They do Dallas. They do Austin. Yeah. San Antonio. Well, Austin they did Dallas. Austin. They do yeah. San Antonio. They do Fort Fort Worth, which I guess Fort is Worth. Dallas. Uh, they do Houston. So like, they do do quite a few places. So a swing would be nice. Yep. And it makes our lives a lot easier if we can kind of post up in Texas for a bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love to. Have you guys been? No. Have no. you? Yeah. Austin is pretty everything sick. bigger there. Yeah, that didn't fit in. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, team event coming up this week. Yeah. Sure. There's Should a lot fun. of guys playing this week too, man. Did you guys see the video with my boy Sungjae asking Keith Mitchell to be his partner? Cashmere yeah. Keith? Yeah. He wrote a little note <laughs> and then added like yes, no boxes in <laughs> Korean and slid it into Cashmere Keith's locker. <laughs> and Keith like said absolutely and checked it off and he goes, gave it no. back to Sung gave it back to Sungjae. That's hilarious. Yeah. So there's a lot Sung- of guys playing this week too. Well, Shawfley Cantley are gonna defend. Like, defend. Fitz is playing with his brother. Yeah. Uh, Homa Morikawa. That's a stall. Oh, that's a that's a dangerous pair. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, mean, I really like this event, the Zurich. Yeah, it's it's a a cool format too. Yeah. The fact that they don't just like they do foursomes as well. Yeah, which is good. Which is really interesting to watch. 
So we'll see. Yeah, Homa Morikawa will be pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool to watch. Um, all right, Jake, do we have a segment this should week? We, before we do the segment, should we talk about this Cantlay drama? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think speaking uh, of Patty Cantlay, how long are we in this pod? Twenty minutes. Probably hasn't even shot yet, eh? Yeah, he just teed off. <laughs> he actually just hit the ball. <laughs> what was that snap? That TikTok you sent us, gents? Was that about Cantley? I can't remember. Yeah, there it was. They put Cantley's pregame shot next to Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore. five putting, five putting <laughs> at the Waterbury Open. At yeah. the Waterbury Open, and Happy Gilmore actually five putt quicker than yeah. like hitting the ball once. Yeah, he's getting a lot of flack. I do yeah. I do appreciate the fact that he just leaned into it when he got that ace this week and just playing was, faster. Oh, playing faster. Yeah, I do appreciate do that as well. Yeah. That was but it, it is bad. Like 45 seconds he stands there at the ball, looks up, looks down, does the the waggle, looks up, looks down, yeah. does the waggle. But like he's been a he's been a big name player on tour for years. So why yeah. is it just coming to fruition now? Yeah, I, I don't. I, I was think watching just uh, of the Masters last week. I was watching TSN and uh, Matt's boy Bob Weeks was talking about how like there hasn't been a, a call on like slow play since like '92 or something like yeah. that. And yeah, there is like, a rule. There is a rule in place. But yeah. It's not enfor- It's not really enforced. You have heard of people being on the clock before. Well, it's like but baseball they- now, right? They never really enforce it. Yeah, but... it's like a warning almost when they're on yeah. the clock. Like, like they're ex- they're out of position, so they're ex- the group is expected to speed up to get back into position. Like yeah. Sergio was bad for a while. People forget Billy Horschel used to be really bad. I don't know if he still is. Yeah. But remember when he was in the finals of the match play against Scotty Scheffler, and people were like, "Man, this is painful." Like, yeah. his putting pregame is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a while. I agree, but I think it's because the Masters, there was two of the quickest players in the world playing behind him. Yeah, right, like Rom and Kepka behind them. Yeah, and like that staggering stat that they supposedly spent ninety-seven minutes on tee boxes waiting. Yeah, like that's insane, man. Yeah, that's no just... wonder Kepka fell apart. Couldn't yeah. get into a rhythm. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Kepka, DJ, Rom are all pretty quick players. Rory's pretty fast too. Yep. Um, like Kepka, man, like the camera can almost like not even get over to him by the time the shots happened, right? Yeah. Like, especially if he's going second. Yeah. Like he's ready to go. He's already done all of his pre-stuff by the time his playing partners hit. Yep. So I don't know what they're I wonder if they'll there seems to be quite a huge outcry about this. No, so I'm, I'm sure surprised like Spieth doesn't get more heat. Like sometimes him and Greller go back and forth for like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right? But then once he addresses the ball, I guess he's pretty quick. But Yeah, I was actually trying to pay attention to the pace of play, especially during the playoff. And I think it was pretty uh, evident. There was, a pretty, there was a pretty evident distinction between – the time Spieth would take and Fitz would take, especially Apparently, with putting. Fitz just does his routine while someone's, yeah, like. Preparing. But even on the greens, it seems like Fitz just yeah. figures it out quicker. Yeah. So I don't know. They're gonna have to figure out how to fix that because it's, it's not an easy fix. But it's also not a not a new problem. Like, no, 
I remember seeing, uh, I was talking to Kai about this last weekend when we were watching the final round of the Masters. Um, we watched John, John Rahm in his first professional event at the Canadian Open. And I remember him playing a five-hour round because we made a comment about like, oh, Rom just played a five-hour round. And we were like, oh, well, he's playing, like he's not the last group, right? It was just a, it was it was like a, a first and first first or second round, right? So he's part of a threesome. There's groups behind him. There's groups in front of him. But we saw him finish up on 18 because I think he got an eagle on 18 at Glen Abbey. It's par five, right? Yep. And so he comes across the board uh, around the ground saying John Rom just eagled 18. And it's like, man, John Rom's just finishing? Like, we watched him tee off five hours ago. And then it's like, well, okay, then obviously that's the pace of play for the whole course right yeah. now. So it's not really a new problem. No. But I guess it comes I think I think people are just impatient too. Like you see baseball now, like games are two hours long with the pitch clock. Yeah. They're like obviously depending, but like everyone just wants it to go fast. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And like this goes back to like maybe feeling burnt out, you know, when it takes five hours when it could be a lot shorter and just, you know, you get an hour back in your day. Yep. Well, how do you think uh, Weirsy felt about the Masters? He was like right in the middle, and he was playing alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they put that marker out with him for the second round, right? True. Yeah. Yep. All right. Segment time. Yeah. Let's sure. Let's do it. All right. Well, this, last... this segment's brought to you by Can I Brands, by the way. Yep. This this one is brought to you by Can I Brands. Uh, Jen, so uh, do you got any handy on you? I don't have any with me right now. It's that one. Can I? Can I sleep? Can I sleep? Yep. Can I Wellness Oral <laughs> Sprays can help you sleep, can help you boost, can help your anxiety, and help your hangover. Uh, Matt, where, you, where can you find uh, our code? You can find it in the description of this video and also on our website. Yep. Use code SUPERFAN25 for 25% off. All right. So last week we did – Matt did the top five highest paid golfers, and then Jens did the brands. I'm so still this, cheesed that I didn't get ping. You didn't get ping. Yeah, that was a – uh, but I was kind of helping you, and that was a big fumble by us. Yeah, that was, that was a big miss. Sanchez butt fumble. Yeah. <laughs> Good, <laughs> sick reference. So that we're going to – Leafs against Habs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think it, that was worse. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Okay. We're going to uh, – I got the top ten countries uh, where golf is most popular based off Google searches. These guys together are going to guess the top ten. Makes sense. Okay, wait. But what's the what's the criteria based on Google searches for like where people want to go well, to play golf? Well, internet traffic is the word I should have said. Just anything about golf, where it's like popular, like like PGA, yeah. people can Google or like Rory or whatever Tiger, like where golf is like okay. searched. So I got I like the top. Got, you got the top ten. I got the top one hundred here. If you really want to, but <laughs> we'll, we'll do the year all day. Yeah. Japan. I know this pod, the most boring pod of all time. <laughs> Irish breakfast, a <laughs> hundred countries. <laughs> all right. All right. Top, okay, top, 10. top 10. Let's go. Japan's got to be there. Japan is not in the top 10. What? No. Japan is very. All right, guys. Thanks for joining our podcast. See you next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> Flush. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Japan is like the biggest golf country in the world. No, not in the top 10. South Korea? South Korea, surely. 
No. Like to me, okay, here, I'm going to rattle off what, to me, which ones are like instant, right? Yeah. USA, United yep. Kingdom, Ireland. Okay. Wait, hold on. USA is number four. Okay. Keep going. Do they have United Kingdom or are they broken up into the countries within the United Kingdom? They have United Kingdom at number three. Okay. Ireland. Ireland is number one. Okay. South Africa. South Africa's five. Okay. Australia. Australia is six. Is Canada, in Canada is number two, boys. Ooh. Wow. Does that surprise you? Yeah. Well, I'm all I'm more surprised at the lack of uh the Asian, Asian countries? countries. Japan and South Korea. Like to yeah. me, those are just as obvious as Australia and South Africa. Yeah. Okay, wait. So did we have we named the top six then? Yeah, Ireland, the top six. Canada. The, the, okay, I'll get U.S. Yeah. Yo, UK, pretty, U.S. Yeah, it goes Ireland, Canada, U.K., U.S., South Africa, Australia. Okay. These are pretty random countries, to be honest. Like Mexico? No. Turkey? No. <laughs> three, Equatorial Guinea? Three are, three are in Europe. Three are in Europe. Spain? Spain? Yeah, Spain. Spain? Spain is, nope. Nope. No Spain? No. This is crazy. What the fuck kind of source are you <laughs> using? He's on Facebook. <laughs> no, I've made this up. Um, it's a top one when I search popularity, so take it for what it's worth. Italy? Whatever. This is legit. No. Uh, Sweden's 12 for what it's worth. And Spain is 17. Norway? No. No one's looking up Vic? No, I guess not. Portugal? Nope. <laughs> Fuck, we're going to name every country <laughs> in Europe. At this Luxem- Luxembourg? No, no, that's a terrible guess. Germany? <laughs> Germany is number 11. Nope. Oh, man. This is such a... This is a rough uh, segment we've got yeah. going here. Yeah, this is pretty hacked. So we're trying to get 7, 8, 9, and 10 right now. Yeah. So we are yeah. Got- 7, 8, 9, 10. One one is like uh, an oceanic country. New and Zealand. It, yeah, New Zealand is number seven. Okay, Ryan the next, Fox. Shout out Ryan Fox. Good performance yeah. at the Masters. The next three Min are Hoop. the last three are Europe. Think hockey. Austria. Belgium. No, think hockey. Czech Republic. No. Austria. Russia? Nope. Come on. Who's number one in the world right now in men's hockey? Canada. No. We actually aren't. Or two. Russia? Come on. No. Come on. Dude, what the Finland? Yes, Finland is oh, nine. Finland. Yeah. Name me one Finnish golfer. This is this isn't by professional, man. It's like people searching it and shit on the internet. Popularity. Okay. All right. Where so what what are we still missing here? We got New Zealand at seven. We got Finland at nine. So you need eight nine. and ten. Both are like they're colder countries. Colder country. Denmark? Yeah, Denmark is eight. Okay. Number ten. Number ten. Is another uh Scandinavian Estonia? Country? No, it's close to Italy. Borders Italy. Slovakia? No. Borders Italy. Yeah, a lot of countries do. Switzerland? Yes, there you go. Number ten. That did not go well. That did yeah. not go well. I feel like Jordan Spieth after the 18th and regulation. <laughs> yeah. Take his bucket off. I just went through hell. I look rough. 
I will send you guys the top ten in the chat here. Yeah. So top end sports dot com. <laughs> yeah. But like I, I looked at other sites too and they had the same rankings. Yeah. So. You know when people chirp us for saying do these guys even watch golf? Well, the people who really don't watch golf are the people who made those rankings. Yeah. Yeah, I think the top five it makes sense though. Other other yeah. like the the rest of the top ten is kind of weird. Like if you look at I know we're not talking about professional in general here, but like uh if you look at the female game, it's like dominated by yeah. Japan oh, yeah. and South Korea. Yeah. Let's see, uh maybe we should save this one for next week. What countries have the most golf courses? Obviously USA is one. Yeah, that would be a good one. Canada might be two. Just based on mass, you know? This is Another one we could do is is Oh, I got do... him here. Holy fuck. <laughs> the US obliterates one... everywhere. Another <laughs> one for the bank, Jake, is we could do we could look at the top hundred ranked golfers in the world and try yeah. and name the countries that pop up the most. Okay. Or like I'll that would, also... that would be have to like or you'd I'll have also... to count them basically. I yeah. could say like, hey, in the top hundred there's six countries that are represented or whatever that is right. like a number yeah. is, and you gotta name these. I feel like that's easy. Canada, like you, U.S., th- South Korea, Australia. For, for uh, South for, Africa. Did you see and the South top? Africa. Did you see the and top Ireland, hockey guys Ireland, Ireland, Spain. The, the, the top hockey guys this year was Canada, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Germany, Pasternak, Czech, Kucherov, Russia, and then it was like um, I think it's Jack Hughes or something, USA, or it's Kachuk. Yeah. There was like five different countries, in the top five. Wow, it's pretty sick. That is cool. I think. All right. Well, on the since we're transitioning to hockey, that means we should get off this podcast. <laughs> let's go We've Tampa. Got off the rails quite a bit here in episode. Story two. to our listeners. For should, today. should we? Uh, let's do a quick uh, cup final prediction here, and we'll we'll sign off. Gents, what do you got? Leafs Vegas. I have the exact same thing. I filled out my poll, my bracket right before this podcast. Leafs Vegas. Vegas does not interest me at all. Well, you're also a Habs fan, so yeah, but you can't turn me. Interest me is Montreal. So good luck. Your team hasn't done anything in 20 years. How about Leafs Edmonton? That would be electric. That would be electric. Except Edmonton's going to get lit up. I'm going Dallas Boston. Dallas doesn't interest me in the slightest. No, no, nobody in the West does except Edmonton. I think I I'm low on Edmonton, man. Actually, I I think the I think the Kings could go all the way too. I picked the Kings to beat them in the first round. I, I think the Kings have a good team. Philip Dano, you know what he can do? Remember the bubble? No. Shut up. Bubble never right. happened, actually. Or I was your after one. We're out. All right. See you, boys. All right. Thanks for All listening. Right. Thanks, Thanks for our sponsors. Take yep. care. Go Bolts. Go Bolts.